0: We are recording. Woohoo! Yeah.
1: Welcome to the new Upsala podcast. You'll notice we're one person down this week. Um, Just because of business stuff that he's taking care of. So he may or may not be on. We don't know for sure. He's going to try, but more than likely he won't be. But, however, this week, we will be getting into Frith which is a term that is often used in Norse Paganism across the board and in certain Pagan circles as well, from what I understand. And also potentially a little bit of the, our community and culture in today's era versus our community and culture way back when in the Viking Age.
2: So we'll get into all that and more, I'm sure,
1: because we always end up getting into more than that
0: well since you didn't say who's missing i was just trying to see if the listeners were trying to guess of who's going to be missing this week because you said well if you can mend or you can see that one of us isn't here well portion of our audience only listens so
1: (laughs) i forget about that every time like when i think about a podcast i think about like watching a podcast really yeah
0: mine's always listening and
1: I guess that's fair. It's not really... I guess it would be a stream, but not... Uh, I don't know. I'm a freaking Critical Role fan, dude. <laughs>
3: like,
1: I do that all the time, so to me, it's always I'm watching them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that's a stream, though, isn't
0: it? Uh, I mean, you can watch a podcast. I mean, Joe Rogan does it. He records right. uh visually and then uploads it. I mean, we do the same, except for ours is... Uh, had yeah, to paywall wall because people have to eat
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah. food food's good um but okay. let's get into
1: just by the way it's uh i don't care if anybody guessed it white wolf is missing yes this week
0: <laughs> he might jump on he might not um during our recording session but in the end if he isn't you have to suffer with just the two of us so, so frith right yes you want to describe what frith is
2: yes absolutely
1: um it's definition is an old english word meaning peace protection safety security freedom and refuge however it has a lot deeper of a cultural meaning for us than just those few words to us it's the idea
2: of a community and harboring frith or firth or however you want to say it because i've heard it both ways um
1: in reality, it's the idea of a community doing all of those things for each other. It's a community protecting one another, taking care of one another, ensuring that peace continues amongst the community. So it's this, it's this big idea, and there's a lot of ways that we do it and don't, and things we should do for community aspects. But I also wanted to, Rain Raven, if you're good with it, I was going to dive into a little bit of what and a portion, I probably shouldn't, but a portion of what the Gothios actually says that we have record of.
0: I mean, we've referenced it many of times during our podcast, as long as it's not like I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> like no. you summarize it.
2: Yeah. Okay. So. Um, but to keep in the community
1: is this whole process that members of the heathen pagan community work. And it's a lot more than just Norse pagans that do this. Um, they oftentimes have different words for it, but it is, the in essence, the idea of community. Um, so, what that turns up being and turns out being is a group of people that just cares for each other, keeps peace amongst one another. Um, protects each other from certain things, helps each other. There's so much to it, though, that it hurts me to say it, but to boil it down, (laughs) to boil the idea of Frith down into modern words, as I like to say, is don't be a dick. Take care of your friend. Um, The Abrahamic faiths sometimes refer to it as the golden rule. Mm -hmm. do as your neighbor as you have done unto you and stuff like that don't don't go banging every wife um (laughs) don't do that It's not what i'm saying but
0: treat others the way you want to be treated
1: yeah i guess that's a better way to phrase that but yeah that's that's the idea of this and it goes over in the hov repeatedly throughout the hov be a good guest be a good host do this don't do that Expect treachery, but be joyous of a good friend. Never let a good friend be gone from you for too long. Visit visit your friend. Be around the people you care for. And that's, that's one of the biggest parts in today's world is oftentimes we share these interactions over a screen or through a text message or something like that. And that's not really, in a way, it's building a friendship. And I don't necessarily like that idea.
0: I mean, it's the way of keeping frith when you eventually or eventually have to move away because in this modern world compared to olden times like our ancestors you would be grown up in the same village you might go off raiding you might go visit towns and everything but in the end you'll go back to your one village Some people still go by that by going back to your hometown. Same as me. I left for five years and then I came back to my hometown, but Uh, it was a way to keep the frith while I was away. It's like sending letters. That's how I see it. It's, it's the modern way of sending letters, having a pen pal. I
1: guess, man, I, I think you just lose an actual connection there. I understand in those kind of circumstances because I've been in those situations where I'm away from home for a long period of time. But it's just, like, you lose that human connection to shit. Like, you don't have that face-to-face, the emotional bond that you would if you were right next to each other. So, I mean, texting has its purpose. Don't get me wrong. If I'm talking to my wife, I'm like, hey, we're out of bread and she's at the store. Yeah, dude, by all means. Text your buddy. Hey, you doing okay today? Yeah, I'm alright, man. Just doing whatever. Sure. But don't, don't let that be the substitute. Don't let that be your go-to answer to be around people that you care for. Now, introverts, extroverts, all that stuff comes into it, too. Some people just aren't comfortable being around other people. Cool. I get it. But there's still certain points where you need human interaction.
2: And that's kind of what Prith gets into is being around people, taking care of one. Uh, it's: I
1: don't know, you get what I mean, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah.
0: You're not, but I'm, you know, devil's advocate. How long did we know each other until we actually met in person? A good long while. It was over a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Because we met September twenty one. We finally. Oh, no! I guess it was a year. Because I came and visited October twenty two. Yeah, we we knew each other for a full year before. We actually saw face-to-face. It's been like two years? Uh, coming up. Yeah. Holy hell. (laughs) Since we've been on this journey together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: Now I'm trying to think back to when I met certain people. I'm like, oh no.
0: (laughs) Don't think like that. You're just going to age yourself. But no, I think like growing up, you know, in this modern world, having, you know, the Xbox 360 game chats and the modern warfare duty lobbies and you just make friends there. It was my way of making friends because I was an introvert when I was a child and I just didn't like talking to people. If I ended up talking to you, we were besties and then I eventually moved away. Or something happened, and but the way I played or the way I maintained my relationships was for long term wise, were through gaming. I, rem- me and my friend, when we were growing up, we used to go skateboarding and longboarding. I was big into that when I was a kid, yep. and during school weeks and you know, rainy days which happens a lot at where i live uh we would play uh bad company 2 okay and we just messed around hours and that's yeah. that's a good portion of my fond memories of growing up is the community that i had playing the game and that's why i got my first tattoo it was ba- it's based off a game and it's cuz I. That's where I made my best of friends, people that were in my, uh, what is it? Uh, not bridesmaids, but groomsmen. Yeah. Yeah. Two, three of my groomsmen I met
2: through playing this game.
1: I get it. Yeah. And Those relationships can start there, but like I said, eventually you had to have a face-to-face with these people, whether it was going out to dinner or getting lunch at some point, but you had to meet them at some point, right? They didn't just show up at your wedding?
0: (laughs) No, but to get to having lunch, we already had an amazing relationship. Like, we've spent hours playing and spending time and just commuting, um... So there's, there's history behind the meat. Same as ours. Right. I knew your wife's name. I knew your kid's name. I knew your name. And then when I asked, hey, do you mind if I stay with you and I while I drive halfway across the country? Yeah. yeah. You said no problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that just... I want to stress
1: the importance of having those face-to-face interactions. Because
0: <laughs> it's different. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I
1: know. I know you're not. But some people, some individuals in today's world, think that it's the same thing. But it's not.
0: Wait, you're telling then- me going to VR chat and virtual reality and just meeting up with my wife there and then getting. You know, married in VR chat isn't the same thing. No, no, it's not. Damn, Mark Zuckerberg lied to me. I <laughs> damn. Workers, um,
2: no, it it just maybe I'm just that old school. No, I
0: guess I'm right there with you, and we. We've never played games together, but we've talked about it. We have. And we've bonded over, like, uh, what was... Smash Bros. When I came yeah, and visited. Yeah. We were just yeah. chilling, drinking, and playing Smash Bros. But, again, yeah. we were in person, and yeah. in that sense, it's uh like sitting at a fire. But... Right. Using... Modern entertainment as a bonding tool is never a bad thing, whether it's virtually or in person.
2: I agree, and I'm not. I don't want to disagree with that. <laughs> out. I don't, but it's there, just different. But anyway,
0: it is it's different.
1: It 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 does it <laughs> does just get different. Regardless, though. Frith is that idea of the community aspect. Wherever you find that community, I don't care if you're the dude sitting in the back of a game store playing Magic the Gathering with friends or you're around your own personal family and family dinner time. I know that's a huge thing for me and mine Mm -hmm. is sit at the table, we eat dinner, we talk about
2: our days, we go over that kind of stuff. That is
1: Frith. It's that community aspect of it. And obviously there's differences in all. And when you get into having a Norse-Pagan community, it's huge when it comes to the peace aspect of what Frith is. Because you get enough people together, inevitably, inevitably there's going to be arguments, there's going to be disagreements, there's going to be issues. There's, it's always going to happen. That's never, never going to go away entirely. And to expect it isn't is just foolish to me to expect that that kind of stuff would go away or not be a thing. When you get that many people in the same space, that is the epitome of foolishness to me because I've seen people claim that and I'm like, yeah, okay, let's dig a little deeper. What skeletons did we hide in closets?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, How many, uh, holes did I have to dig to, uh, hide all my problems?
1: Yeah, and it's normally a lot yeah. if they're trying to hide problems. It's a lot, but it normally doesn't take you long to find them. A-
0: it's it made me think of um, when I went through basic. All the male flights were mm-hmm. horrible at the start, but near the end, everyone was just all right. Let's let's suffer through this. Yeah. The the female flights were super nice at the beginning and then they were super hostile at the, at the end. Everyone hated each other. Um, it's just trying to play nice at the beginning and then be like, all right, fuck it. I'm trying, I'm done hiding myself and hiding behind this bullshit. So I'm going to actually stand up for, uh, or like voice my opinion while males inevitably, we just, yeah, you know, we have different opinion. We're going to butt the heads as sooner or later, we're going to come to a common ground and then we'll have communion. And that's kind that's of cool. how I see, uh, Frith in my point of view is communion, whether it's a uh, friend's family or yeah. the people you're around, your work then- acquaintances.
2: That's fair and accurate. It is. Um, I
1: just, I've always laughed a little bit with the military side of everything. Because they trauma bond you to the people
2: around you. Oh, 100%. Whether or not that's healthy or not is
1: not a debate I'm going to have.
0: But damn, so it's, it's
1: effective. effective. It, 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 it's super effective. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, no, it's one of those things that we just, you, you don't take it into account until afterwards. Mm-hmm. You don't realize what's happening and how close those friendships and bonds work and how close you get until later down the line, two years down the line. And all of a sudden your buddy goes, yeah, I got to move, man. Sorry, I'm headed
2: home. And you're like, what the where, where are you going? What am
1: I going to do?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Who am I hanging out with? And it, it breaks you a little bit. But yeah, I get what you're saying, because that's just funny to me. But that's another good example of positive frith. Um, the military likes to call it morale.
0: Yeah, we have none.
1: Yeah, nobody has any. <laughs> um, it's in short supply. And it normally comes in a, 12, a 6, 12, or 24 20 hours. Yeah. 24 ounce case. That's their 24 can case thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A 24 pack only... or yeah. what is it? A, a liter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Other than those sizes, um, it's few and far between.
0: If you're in but... the military, that does not mean you have to be an alcoholic. We're just saying it's a bonding tool. Not necessarily. It's the best one, but it is a tool most commonly used. Alright, Sigvader. Okay.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say
1: shit to that <laughs> one. Uh but no, it it is and the military does this stuff really well. They try to pull off the idea of Frisk. They use a different term for it, which is the morale or the camaraderie aspect. Mm-hmm. But that's essentially what they're going after.
0: Brothers in arms.
1: Yep. And that's really what it boils down to, though. But with your whole thing of keeping peace, how the difference, the battle of the sexes type thing that we get into, Mm -hmm. even though there may or may not be more of them, where how women will, oh, this is going to get us...
0: They'll play nice and then start clawing each other's eyes out versus um, males will just go to the battering ram and be like, all right, we got all our anger out. We come to a common ground. So we're
2: good
0: now. Let's figure out how to make this thing work and not make right. it more stressful than it already is.
1: Right. And that's, I want to say the battle of the sexes, and then I was just <laughs> going to generalize women. So thanks for saving me.
0: <laughs> when you said battle of the sexes, I was like, what is he referring to? The only time we brought up genders is when I talked about the military and the bonding yeah. be- between that.
1: Right, and I think that's, that kind of stuff is hilarious to me. It really is, because I know people that do it the other way around. I know men that will keep that shit bottled up and pretend to be nice, and then all of a sudden explode, and I know women that do the, other, do the opposite, and they'll just come right for you. Mm-hmm. But inevitably, there's going to be issues. Those things are going to happen, and that's why try, attempting, attempting to keep breath with those around you is important because inevitably there's going to be things that come every time but being able to communicate work through those deal with those things and come out stronger for it with a better bond that is the goal
2: but yeah the keeping peace part is
1: brutal when it comes to this especially in the community aspect i'm sure you've i'm sure everybody's had arguments with close friends or Arguments with family, or whatever, where you have these disagreements and they're going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But working, striving to get through those instead of just going, Well, they're gone now, that's a big deal.
2: What? The... Trying to
1: work. Out. Oh, okay, okay. Putting in the effort to solve the issue instead mm-hmm. of just dism- dismissing it like it's nothing. Okay. It's a big deal to try and work through those. It shows a lot of effort on both sides of that disagreement, but that's part of what Fred is, is keeping peace. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing we can go into with this
2: is protection and security. Um, The whole idea of strength in
1: numbers, um, being that my heathen name, the name that everybody on here knows, is Sigvadir Ulfar or the Wolf of the Willow.
2: Loosely translated. Um that wolf aspect,
1: the pack aspect, also goes into the idea of Frith. If Rain Raven like, we'll use the example of when he came down and stayed in
2: my house for a few days. That's Frit.
1: He was part of my community, therefore I'm willing to take him in, shelter him for uh time and make sure that he was fed safe and protected that was my job one as a host but also as a friend that's another piece of frith now there's the community aspect of it the larger community aspect at events at ceremonies bloats offerings rituals whatever and there's actually a tool that a lot of different pagan circles clans kindreds, tribes whatever you want to call them. They use, which is the fool.
2: Not thrall, fool.
1: Trust me, I've heard that used incorrectly, and I was like, oh no.
0: <laughs> Good job making the distinction.
1: Yeah. So a fool is essentially, loosely, essentially but loosely, the cop or security for the event. There can be more than one. There can be plenty of them. I've done one where there was five fools involved for security for an event, and it was wild, but it went really well. Um, Some people refer to them as bouncers. Um, Some people refer to them as the top or security guard. Mm -hmm. But they have that... They're given that job during the events to maintain frith. Maintain peace. Maintain protection and security of the event. Take care of those things. Which is huge when it gets into the bigger communities, because, who knows, maybe, hypothetically, we're not. Hypothetically, me and Rain Raven have beef. We show up at the same ritual ceremony, whatever. Who's getting in the middle of that? Whose job is it to get in the middle of our beef?
0: Two Gothar getting inside the beef. Or who gets in the beef between two Gothar is the question you're proposing.
1: Yeah.
0: I would either say the security guard or another Gothar. For the reason that Gothar, we keep the peace. We are mediators on that aspect. And, but during a... It would have come down to those two people. Right.
1: And that that's the importance of a Thule. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people know me and Rain Raven personally, separately, professionally, whatever.
0: They're I think they only, they only know us professionally.
1: But I know some people personally.
0: Well, I'm saying the.
2: the, uh, people, the listeners, yeah,
0: yeah. the listeners and the people following New Upsala only know oh, us. yeah. yeah.
1: Professional, in in a community environment. Oh, okay, know us that know us personally, professionally, whatever. They're not getting in the middle of that fight. If they're friends with both of us, they're not getting in the middle of that. Hell no. However, there's an individual that I've trusted almost every time to be a fool. Whenever I run a ceremony, um, we'll call him Batman for this instance.
0: Good Batman. Wait, is it the actual Batman? Yeah. It's the Batman I'm thinking of?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Dark Knight, the, the Bruce Wayne, the rich motherfucker.
1: Yeah, yeah. the Batcave.
0: <laughs> oh, is that what the least call it?
1: Well, that's what I called it. <laughs> but anyways, this individual called Batman, I've had him be a soul at a couple of different events for me because I knew he would check me if need be. If I said, this is your job. Your job is to maintain security, protection, and peace during this event. He would full-heartedly walk up to me and go, go back, go to your room, sit down. <laughs> I trust him to do that. Now, I asked him to, obviously. And he, but he understood that. Mm-hmm. In that instance, Rain Raven is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. There's two people that could get in the middle of two Gothar in the middle of an
2: argument. Another Gothi or the Thule,
1: mm-hmm. or one of the Thule. Now, if another Gothi gets involved, they're probably just gonna start yelling too. Not gonna <laughs> lie, I've watched it happen before, it's hilarious. Yeah, so they'll be like, Why are you two yelling? What is going on? What the and fuck? Then they'll explain what the debate's about and whatever the argument is, and they'll be like, You're both wrong, <laughs> and then it just all great. Yeah, but.
2: Arguably, the first person that should take care of that is the Thul. They're important, and that's that's one of the when two goths Gothar start arguing, it's normally gonna work itself out <laughs> because
1: in reality, it doesn't. It's never quite like that. But anyways, the Thul should be the one to step in and intervene and be that mediator for
2: that. That is their job. So,
1: hypothetically, if any of the listeners are ever at an event, obviously the laws of the land are important. They are the highest regard of everything we have. But if a fool is handling a situation, stay out of it. That is their job. Now, if it goes against the laws of the land,
2: by all means, get involved. But, Know that in those ceremonies, those rituals, those spaces, they are the peacekeepers. That's what they're supposed to do.
0: It's, like, it's like telling a, a Gothar, like, while they're getting ready to do a ceremony, actually, you need to do it this way. Yeah. And then that's when, respectively, uh, I would say, shut the fuck up. I'm doing, I'm in the zone. I'm already, like, gone right now. You don't need to talk to me because I'm not here.
1: Respectfully go away.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: But no, that's their job. So if, if that ever comes to fruition for anybody that's listening, anybody that comes in chimes into these, pay attention to that. And if nobody tells you who the fool is,
2: ask the question they may not know
1: the group or community that you're been invited to hang out with. they may not have any idea what that even means. And now you've taught, you've
2: instructed and shown. Kind of cool. So congratulations. If you ever get to do that, but yeah, but yeah, that's, that's the job of a tool. but it's also, I'm just rambling. You good with me?
0: Keep going, Brain You got anything to add? Uh, I just had a different topic that I wanted to Go discuss. Here. So, I wanted to bring up on, on the topic of Frith, trying to keep the community, keep um everyone, keep the peace. What happens when there's a toxicity and it needs to be cut away? For the growth of the community, whether it's your drunk uncle that causes nothing but problems, a horrible uh father or a good friend that causes nothing but trouble when it comes to a bloat oh. i I will talk about mine um. So I recently had to do this, uh, was at a little piece of bad frithaway. away. Unlucky or in, in the, in the grand scheme, it was already happening. I just, the branch was already dying. I just trimmed it away. So it didn't affect the rest of the bush. That's kind of how I'm thinking about it. Um, So I had a member of my family that just didn't want to be a part of my family's lives. It was always our job to be a part or our job to be available to go to them so they could be in our lives. So when my son was born, I internally made a goal and I was like, well, by this date... If nothing changes, I'm going to make a change. And when that day happened, I messaged the family individual. I was like, hey, so we can talk about this, but I'm setting this into place because one, it's already been like this for X amount of years and I'm just making it known. It's like making sure all the I's and T's are done correctly. That's how I I saw it. And he was like, well, you know, it's been kind of trash for some time. I was like, you're right. Our relationship has been trashed. You could be a part of their lives, your grandchildren's lives, um, in some aspect. But in the end, said no. And I was like, all right, well, in the end, I tried to make peace. I tried to maintain communion. I saw that it was an issue. I addressed the issue. And in the end, the bush had to be cut because it was dead and narcotic.
2: Yeah. That's, that's a hard one to do, especially when it comes into that kind of relationship. It's tough. Yeah, It happens.
0: It's something that, like, a lot of people, not just heathens, but in general, everyone, I, I don't want to say everyone, but a good majority is say that uh, family is the most important thing. I believe that, but as long as it's not a one-way streak, family should be two-way and available in the hard times, not just when it's convenient. And then in this instance, it was pure convenience. Like I messaged the individual and I was like, so when do you want to meet them? And the individual said, well, when I can, I blew up. I was like, well, I'm sorry that meeting them is such an inconvenience. And then I just went and wrote a paper. I was like one. I'm writing this so you can keep record of everything I said. Two, if you think that it's... I'm only saying this because it's through text, I will say this verbatim to you either FaceTime or video call. I'm not going to make the trip out there because that kind of defeats the point. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, in the end, Frith, keeping the peace is not always... Making sure everyone is happy in the end it's being sure the community the family is healthy
2: 100 percent it's it's a hard reality of any community or any friend that it's i've
1: done this a couple times i've done it the right way and the wrong way been on both sides of it. I've been on the receiving end
2: and the giving end, I suppose. Really? Yeah, the giving better. or the dishing end. Yeah. I've been on both sides. Um Story time. I have actually been removed from a community of people. They voted me out and I was like Okay, why? And it came down to
1: I wasn't nice. That was the gist of it. And I'm sure they have a totally different aspect, but I'm sure in their words it would be a totally different thing. But to me, it was that's what it boiled down to is I didn't use nice words. I disagreed.
2: And I stood my ground on one side of the story, but albeit. So I've been on that end of it. And To their
1: community, I was an issue. Cool. Got it. I left peacefully. There was no super hard feelings about anything that was part of that. I got it. I was like, all right, see you later. I'll go do my own thing for a little bit, figured out. Um, And then I've been on the giving end of it as well, where there were some members of our community
2: that didn't necessarily follow the didn't,
1: And I don't want to say that like it's the Ten Commandments, but there were glaring things that just didn't work in our community. Just the truth of it, it's, it sucks, and again, you'll always have one side of a story. Whenever you hear something from someone else, go look at the other side of it. I will say that Every time this kind of thing comes up, make sure you understand two sides of the story. Now, in certain instances, you may not want to know the other side of the story, and that may be the end of it. But in disagreements of community stuff where there's not glaring evidence, like they're convicted criminals of essay or murder or stuff like that, like when it gets to that point, you don't need the other side of the story. I'm sorry, that's not your job. Leave that to the detectives and the cops and the judges and those dudes. Get them out of your community because, one, you don't want that on you. But, regardless, give both sides a story. Every time. If it's a simple disagreement, if, for instance, me and Rain Raven had this disagreement, I'm just using this example because you're the one.
0: We always disagree.
1: Yeah, but we figure our shit out. If we had a disagreement that we couldn't figure out amongst ourselves...
0: The woman is a female... fight me
1: sure. anyways <laughs> in certain aspects I'm sure he could be depending on the path of
0: paganism
1: you follow directly they could just be energies so maybe anyway right, if we stop had to being
0: just... a raven start being a wolf damn it
2: eat my ass there we anyway. go that's my
0: boy <laughs>
1: Anyways, if there was a disagreement that we couldn't work out and that started to affect our community to a point where it was cancerous, it was bad, it was causing conflict, one of us has to go. Or both. Arguably, I would say both in that instance. If it's starting to cause that kind of rift, hey, bye. Can't deal with that. no But make sure you understand both sides of so, I would encourage someone in this instance, in this hypothetical, come talk to me, and go talk to Rain Raven.
2: Make your own decision. Don't just, well, they were both kicked out because they're assholes. What kind of difference is that? Where, where's the truth there?
1: Where's your own interpretation? You don't have any. So, get both sides of the story every time, if you can. Maybe. There's, there's, there's caveats to that, but... But yeah, there was instances like that where there were disagreements. They were answers to our local community, and the call was made. I didn't personally make that call. I have no sway in our local community outside of as a religious leader and as as an advisor in
2: spiritual aspects. But
1: yeah, the call was made, so I've been on that end of it too. I've been witness, I've been dishing it out, and I've received it. I've been on all sides of this. But if there's something wrong, if there's contention, there's issues within your community, handle it. Don't let it fester. I'm pretty damn sure there's a stanza in the Havamal about this, or at least kind of like this, about if you see evil, speak out against it.
0: Stanza 127. Ooh. I want to say because Decoration 127, it's my favorite stanza. Speak out against evil and show it no peace. Or something of that uh, fruition.
1: If wrong was d- okay, hear thou lo And heed it well, learn it, twill strengthen thee. follow it, twill further thee. If wrong was done to you, to thee, let thy wrong be known, and fall on thy foes straight away. That's a better way to say it. Doesn't reference evil. It's just if wrong was done, say it. Speak the fuck up. Handle your shit. You're a heathen for a reason.
2: Don't push foot around issues. Don't dance around the bush. Speak up. Use your, uh, use your cop voice. Use your what? Use your cop voice. Most yeah, people the aren't going get- to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to reference Kevin Hart. Stay with your chest.
0: Uh that one. Or you could uh really Will enough? Smith it.
2: <laughs> you could use that one too.
0: <laughs> Keep my <laughs> wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
1: dude, but yeah. Say it. Speak up. Do your job. As a heathen, that's that's one of the trademark parts of heathenry in the grand scope of things is we got an issue, let's handle it. I got to cry about it. I'm not going to sit in the corner. I'm not going to whine. I'm not going to gossip. Let's sort it out. Let's figure it out now so that we can get back to doing whatever we need to do.
0: Yeah, whether and it's, it's uh, uh, throwing a, a bloat or kicking back and drinking a beer. Let's handle business so we can... Go- right back to one either address it and you know get back to normal or there's more issues at hand that weren't um previously known it's like a hidden issue
2: right and so i said we might get into cultural differences in today's age and in the viking age um they handled their shit wicked as hell.
1: If someone was suspected of a crime, it was handled that may. Mm-hmm. It was not allowed to
2: fester. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> they tried to handle things immediately. Also, back then, they had this thing called Draw the Square. You've heard it referenced um, in the show Vikings, Ragnar and Jarl
0: listen or whatever his name was. Yeah, uh, the first Jarl in uh yeah. the, like first five episodes of season one.
1: Yeah, it, they do this. That's what I'm referencing. Is that ritual? That it's technically a ritual. They had a disagreement that could not be solved with words. It could not be solved with. It was do or die time.
2: They drew that square, circled everybody up and said, Duke it out.
1: Whoever wins, wins. Mm-hmm. Crazy concept in today's age. But remember, it wasn't that long ago in American history that we had duels in the street.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, people still do it to this day. It's um, like people would like even the schoolyards, you know, they call them schoolyard fights for a reason people are ground up in a circle one to hide the fight from the teachers, which never ends up well because everyone's chanting. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, um, I mean, there's witnesses to everything that happens. There's not going to be 50 people that witness the same thing and all of them are telling the wrong thing. It might happen, but That's also, that would come with bribery and, yeah.
1: Right. But it wasn't that long ago in American history and around the world, technically, I think it's Texas, that you can still do that?
0: Uh, Texas and Washington.
1: is it Washington
2: too? Wow. Anyways, America's fucking crazy. We still allow these things to happen. By law in certain Mm -hmm. states. But that was what? 100 years ago? What?
0: People were still doing that? I mean, even if you... I wouldn't even say like 100 years ago because it happens like all the time, every day. It's just in a different aspect of you know, step up and let's fight. It's, you know, modern day. It's advancing of troops.
1: Okay, so the Wild West.
0: Yeah, the the thralls.
1: They want a fun fun research thing. Study the wild, wild west of America. It was that shit crazy.
0: Oh, it was the laws Uh, of the land.
1: Oh, yeah. It was the laws of the land or whatever the sheriff said was a law. Yep. Um, it ended in 1895. So just
2: over, just uh, over a hundred years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Put that shit together. People were still sitting in a saloon
1: and they'd go, we'd fight at high noon or some shit. <laughs> and they'd walk into the street, pace away from each other, turn around and shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, that was how they solve problems. Like, literal problems.
0: Granted, those were for extreme problems.
2: No. I would argue.
1: Dude, you could steal somebody's cow.
0: To then, back then, that was a big problem.
1: Yeah. That's, the, yeah.
0: that's a, a way of wealth and, yeah. you know, staying alive. Because back then, in the Wild West water was scarce in some aspects. Like there. have you seen Rango? Yeah. <laughs> Where they're they're fighting over water.
1: Rango?
0: What? Rango? Yeah Rango, Rango? Lizard? Yeah. Oh my god. With Johnny Depp.
2: Yeah. I know it's talking about
0: Yeah they they fight over water. Granted, you know, it's an animated movie, but there's some truth to it.
1: Oh, there is. There was, there's a lot of truth to that. But you gotta keep in mind, it does still happen to this day. I didn't even think about the schoolyard brawls. Mm. That still happens. I mean, we still go, I know it still happens in today's world. Bar fights. Oh, yeah. Like, meet me outside.
2: Catch me outside. How about that? That kind of shit still happens to (laughs) me. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I thought
0: I was bad. Oh, no,
1: sorry. oh, that was great. Um, <laughs> those kind of things still happen to this day. So, yeah, if, you're, if you've got beef, fucking deal it out. Don't, don't keep that inside. Don't let that fester. That's worse than the cancer of having to remove somebody from your community. Like That is so much worse to just let it sit
2: there. Who was it, Yoda? In what regards? Anger
1: leads to hate. Hate leads to fear. Or Anger leads to fear. Fear leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side or some shit like that. Yeah. It's not about it. Hate leads to suffering. Hate leads to suffering, yeah. Whatever. We have to, like, that's just a fun little reference. Mm -hmm. But that's what that does. Letting those kind of things, letting that argument, letting that disagreement fester, like, will destroy you.
2: Don't do that.
1: I had to learn this lesson the hard way. It sucked. I let it devour me for years as a
2: younger individual. Yeah. I think I was a teenager. I don't know.
1: I didn't remember. We'd known each other for like two years now. Okay? So, I don't remember. <laughs> but- I had to learn that lesson. I did that. I let that kind of stuff fester inside me to a point where I was hateful. I was mean. It changed who I was. You can't let that stuff
2: sit there like... It will break you apart. So dish it out. Learn to listen. It's by far the better option
0: for everybody else. Now, you brought up being cut away from the community from your experiences now for because you were cut away does that mean you can't go back or eventually could you try to
2: rekindle that frith I could I could rekindle that and try to restart Fortunately or unfortunately, I give a lot of thanks to the weird and
1: to the norms for that. Day. Because not only did I let them do whatever they wanted to do and got me out of their way so that they do their thing, but I also grew
2: exponentially from that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I wasn't this is going to sound terrible, and I don't mean it like this at all, but I wasn't shackled to their ideas.
0: Now, on the counter-argument, yes, was a growing experience, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the end.
1: No, it doesn't. I've had the idea in the past to go back and try to rekindle
2: those friendships, but at the moment, it's... (laughs) This is going to sound even worse it's not worth it to me right now
1: at some point in the future it may be but at this moment in my life personally not as a go if they called me today like right now deuces i gotta go help some people out Mm -hmm. that's my job but personally to rebuild those personal friendships that kind of frisk it's just not worth it, man. I've got so many other things going on, and so many more friendships that I never thought I would have that I'm working with and working on. I just, I can't. Now, uh, would it give you?
0: To- would it give you peace of mind? Because if you think about it, re- trying to rekindle that friendship once you need it would it be too? It would be too late to try to rekindle it. Be like, shit, I got X going on. And these individuals are the only people that can help. I need their help now, but then I have to worry about trying to rekindle the friendship while also trying to ask favor in that aspect and that hypothetical versus you could try to reach out now. And at least in your conscience, you attempted to rekindle the relationship after time of separation, mutual growth between you and ex individual, community, whatever. You as the individual, you as your your essence, your 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 well-being, your soul, you try to rekindle a relationship. You notice that in the end it would foster and be better, not just for myself but for everyone that is mutual friends between us and the community itself within the two communities could get together for midsummer or something like that. And then relationships could grow even more.
2: So I just want to reference this. You said about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Being a raven and be a wolf. Yeah, I'm going to say all this with that in place fuck that I don't care I am at peace with everything that happened
1: if someone isn't it's not me I'm good I grew I grew past that Mm -hmm. if it came down to I need that relationship it might be too late I might be screwed guess what I'll fucking figure it out, bud. Mm -hmm. To me, we're getting into a personal side. Do you guys get to see all our listeners get to see the personal side of how I deal with issues? If that
2: bridge is gone, I can fucking swim.
1: I will figure it out. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard the phrase burn the boats.
0: You know what that one means? I've never heard of that uh, analogy. I know it is don't burn bridges because you don't know when you'll need to cross it.
2: So
1: burn the boats is a phrase. It's relatively new, but it's not. It just like resurfaced in the world. Um, but what it's referencing is is whether it was the Spanish Inquisition, the Conquistadors, the Vikings, whatever it was, they would arrive by ship or by boat to raid, to explore, to do the thing, but if the commander, the person in charge said, burn the boats, that
2: means there's only one way. Forward. Going back isn't an option. There's no surrender, there's no retreat, there's nowhere you're going, so burn the fucking boats.
1: We're going that way. There was another phrase in Vikings that Ragnar used, and it's quoted all the time. I see it on Facebook all the time. Stop looking back. We're not going that way.
0: I love that saying.
1: Dude, that one hit me when I was watching that show, and I was like, oh my goodness. This is where I'm at in life. Like, I can't go back. It's not an option anymore. I have to keep pushing.
0: Mm -hmm. My caveat caveat is... Stop looking backwards. You can't go that way, but learn from it.
1: Absolutely. There's still the memories there, Mm -hmm. but that's not the direction you're going. So if I need to rekindle those relationships at some point in the future,
2: by all means, I'll do what I can. As soon as it becomes necessary to my future. As a go I'll reach back and help. That's my job. That's my oath that I swore. Is to keep Frith with the world. But. To...
0: You are Sigvider Ufar. You are an Othsong Gothar. Yes. Is it not, as your words just said, it's your job to rekindle. So, shouldn't you rekindle that frith? Or at least do your portion to rekindle?
2: So, (laughs) I get what you're asking. Yes, I am Sigurdugel, but I am also me in the essence of I'm still human. I'm still a person. Mm-hmm. Being a Gothi isn't just a job, but it is. It it's it's weird when it comes to personal relationships. I had to make a distinction because I I will walk into a prison full of baltus white supremacists
1: heathens Mm -hmm. Odinist, focus, whatever you want, whatever title they want to use, whatever it is. Racist individuals. And I will attempt to help them as a go-through. That does not mean I agree with them in any way, shape, or form. I am not friends with them in any way, shape, or form. I am there to do my job to help them grow,
2: to teach them. That's it. I treat a lot this this
1: scenario that we're talking about right now. Mm. Well, not to that extent, not to that exaggeration. That's how I'm treating this
2: as a professional. Absolutely, anytime they, if they came up and asked me ten thousand questions, I would sit down and answer those questions honestly, as best as I could. But if they want to sit down and have a beer, and pretend like shit didn't happen, and just try and talk through it, no, I'm sorry, no.
0: I mean that there's is...
2: There's stuff. That out.
0: Yeah, sitting down and talking is working it, working through
2: it. You wanted a wolf.
1: There's there's specific stuff that happened during those in, during that instance. That I do not personally believe can be solved with just words.
2: All Here right.
0: all right. Without going into detail, have you, Sigvita Ufar, told them I am available for you
2: without I would
0: have, knowing I would have to
3: look if, messages?
0: Yeah, but like telling them, hey. I know we have beef and we've had our issues, but as an Othorn Gothar, I'm still available for you and your community as a Gothar, regardless of our beef.
1: I have in the past with other ones. With this one, I would have to look through past messages. However, I have been professional with them in every interaction since. Mm Mm-hmm. Have not been openly hostile in any way, shape, or form outside of specific instances that I do recall where it was gothy business, but that one got, yeah, whatever. That's a different thing. But on the personal level, I remember telling them happy birthday, saying hi, congratulating one of the individuals on a newborn baby, saying, that's awesome, man, good for you. I hold no ill will in that regard, mm-hmm. but if they want to be close and rekindle that type of friendship again, there's going to be some hard conversations. There's going to be some tough shit to work out, and it may come not quite to the length that Ragnar did with mm-hmm. Jarl, but it, <laughs> might, it, it might need that, because there is there were things that were said,
2: done, and repeated that twist that around. It's hard to just let those kind of things.
1: To I me mean, as a person, as a go if they said, hey, we need you to do a bloat, yeah, I got you. That's my job.
3: Yeah,
1: I'll answer your questions. I'll do the bloat. I'll do it to the best of my ability every time because that's, that's what I do. That is your connection to the gods. I'm still the bridge mm-hmm. through and through. And I, I hope one of them... All of them end up watching this at some point because I'm not going <laughs> to say names. So I'm not going to do that, but I really want them to understand. I'm not opposed to rebuilding that ship, and I know the individual
2: that you know that you met during Midsummer.
0: Uh, I I met a lot of people in Midsummer, but regardless,
2: Wolf's cabin. He showed up for a little while.
0: Oh, I wasn't there.
1: Oh, you weren't there. Okay, no. I know that individual knows full well that I am willing to have these conversations. I am willing
2: to dish this out and be okay with it in the end. I haven't been approached either. It's a
1: two way street.
0: No. And And I I agree with you in my instance, I I would find peace with, all right, at least I attempted. It's not on me. I've done my part. I've done my 50%. That's where, you know, I find my peace. And, you know, since I've been grilling you for the last, like, 20 minutes on, would you rekindle a relationship based on that experience? I have yet to be kicked out of a community. I've moved away from a community, but I'm still... I'm not as invested as I was when I was there, but I'm still available. I still check in from time to time. Um, So in that instance, if they, if they asked me to fly over, oh boy, I would have to meditate and like, think about it on the full grasp of not just going there for the bloat. Because traveling somewhere that you have history with is not just taxing on you as the Gothar, but it's taxing on the soul of like, it's basically going back to a crime scene and being traumatized from it and be like, I don't want to go back because of this issue. So if I were to, I would have to meditate. Granted, I would, I will do everything in my power to make peace and come to a mutual growth, not one that I have to suffer for their growth or they have to suffer for my growth. It will be mutual suffrage for mutual growth. But, oh boy,
2: if I had to fly over, I don't,
0: it would suck. But I would have to do it. Not because it's who I am. And that's how I see it being a Gothar. It's I am not just my normal person, my government name. I'm not just Rain Raven. I'm not just a Gothar. I'm all of it. I just have. Well, my government name and Gothar are tied. My Rain Raven and Gothar are tied. It's just government and Rain Raven aren't tied. Regardless of what I'm doing, I'm always a Gothar. That's how right. I see it.
2: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
2: It's just. There's a lot to work through on.
0: No, and yeah. you know, you have your uh real life obstacles that you would have to overcome versus my hypothetical um but also real very real yeah
2: i've if i
1: had to go back to those places yeah it would be a struggle but i don't know if it's just in this instance if it's experience or what i don't have an issue walking back in there so long as I'm going in as Sigvidir Wulfar. Mm-hmm. Gauthier of New Uppsala.
3: Yeah. That's
2: fine to me. Me as a person, me
1: as my government name? You.
0: You would not be happy? I don't want
1: like to hear that. That, me- that meeting would be on neutral ground somewhat.
0: <laughs> With uh, multiple witnesses in a public space, yes. hypothetically a mall. <laughs> Where there's Hopefully, cameras everywhere, somewhere like that. <laughs> but no, it, and I don't mean it like
1: that. I hope uh, I hope our <laughs> listeners don't get the wrong idea about who I am. I'm not that violent. I promise. You sure about
2: that? But I get really loud. Yeah, I've heard. I, I heard I'm there. You've never heard me get loud? No. No. I so wish. bad. I wish, Bubby. I bet you do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, rekindling earth is important. Cutting negative frith is important. Maintaining frith is important.
1: Absolutely. And that's, that's
2: part, that's where I wanted to get into the paraphrasing The Oath of the Gothar. Mm Mm-hmm is
1: part of that oath is to keep Frith with the spirits of the land with the land itself and the people of Midgard essentially is what it is is to keep that Frith or maintain it
2: that's part of our job unfortunately or fortunately we're human doesn't always work like, they're, they're, we try.
1: The Gothar will do their utmost to uphold that oath. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else would, I would imagine. I, I don't automatically assume people are terrible. Arguably, most people are. But.
0: <laughs> I was just about to say uh, I know All some people, individuals in the world, granted in history as well, are just terrible individuals that made wrong choices for the betterment of humanity
2: um but no so a lot
1: of a lot of people try that is like so a client that I'm closely associated to their number one rule in their bylaws is don't be a dick in those words it's great. Mm-hmm. And it spells everything out really well. Most people do not walk out of their house in the morning and say, I'm going to be an asshole today. I'm going to break this friendship. I'm going to destroy this. I'm going to, there's going to be a dick today. Most people don't wake up in the morning and think that way. Now, don't get me wrong. I run on caffeine, nicotine and hate and sometimes whiskey, but usually whiskey, But <laughs> people don't wake up that day. And you have to take that kind of stuff into account. If you've been wronged in the past, I'm not telling you to forgive. I'm not telling you to for- forgive
2: and forget. But try to get the other side of that story.
1: Who knows what they went through. I can't count the number of times as a supervisor in a work environment that I have had to take that stance of, all right, what the hell is wrong with this person? If something isn't right, what's different? And I've had those conversations, and in reality, it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with what I asked, what I said, nothing. It had to do with something else going on. But I was the scapegoat. I'm not even going to tell you guys, I'm not even going to say, give the advice of be the bigger person. No, that's not what I'm saying. Understand both sides and then make your judgment call. But understand both sides. That's all. That, that is one of the quickest way to, one, keep Frith within your community, as well as relieve some stress off of your back.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Understanding that, yeah, that's probably not me.
2: There's are the quote. I love it. Other people's opinions of me are none of my business.
0: More people need to follow that.
1: I agree. Because <laughs> I do it all the time, and it irritates people. It irritates my wife how quick I am be like,
0: Mleh. It is what it is. I,
1: they called you all these things, blah, blah, blah. How can you just be like, whatever?
0: This doesn't matter. I know what I am and who I am. Exactly. Their judgment of me can affect, you know, my life in some aspect. But in the end of happiness, it's doesn't matter.
2: Truth always finds delight. Mhm. Yeah, the, the truth
0: When you said, you know, knowing both sides was the thing you wanted to hammer away, my hammer away is if you can maintain peace, maintain the peace. Because in the end, peace always is better than war or conflict. If peace cannot be made, then cut ties. But if it's not necessary,
2: don't do it. I'm Hold on, another quote. I'm really proud of us. We've done an hour 15. Just you and me. So
1: here we go. There's another quote. It's in a post-apocalyptic novel by the author J. Michael Hope. Um, and the quote is, Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times good times create weak men and weak men create hard times.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Preaching. Instead of letting shit fester, instead of letting
1: things go, build the community you want to see. Be the example of strength. If you've got an issue with something, speak up. Don't expect everybody to agree with you.
2: Don't expect anything to change. But but say it. Yep. Say it. Do it. Be it. Be you to the best of your ability every time. Because nobody else can be.
1: That's just the reality of our world. But yeah, we have gone for quite a while, haven't we?
0: Well, I mean, we're not past our usual i'm just oh i'm just happy we've made it this far i generally thought that this episode would have been shorter because it was just the two of us
1: you think i can't talk i think i think the surprising part is that you've been talking this whole time
0: that is true i've i've been talking way more what was that last episode i was absent for 45 minutes (laughs)
1: <laughs> we yelled at each other for a solid
2: 45 minutes
0: so.
2: whatever
1: but no i think that would be a surprising one for the listeners is brain raven has a voice like Brain he... Raven
0: actually talks and voices his opinion that's well, crazy well the thing is i always voice my opinion when it's needed i just don't openly if it's not needed i don't say anything all. Yeah. Um so just filling time. Well, yeah. Um going outside. How have you been doing about that? Have you been maintaining going outside and rekindling and enjoying the summer while it, it's lasted? It is too damn hot. <laughs> it has been like
1: 92 97 degrees outside every day for the last two weeks
0: yeah but like during uh like evening time
1: i try to and don't get me wrong i do go get my vitamin d throughout the day that's good i'll go on little walks and stuff but i just i am not built for heat
0: i agree if if i could pick cold or hot I'll pick cold every single time. I can always put on more layers. I can only Um, take off so many layers before it's a federal crime.
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, if I (laughs) take off any more freaking clothes, man, I'm going to go to prison. (laughs) But no, it's... If I had to to make a choice, and I'm super happy, because it's like two and a half months away,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. where
1: it'll start to drop again hard and fast. I would take 20 degrees, 20 degrees
2: Fahrenheit weather over anything higher than 80.
0: Yep. 80
2: is too hot for me.
0: Once it, once it's over now I'll take 80, anything over 90 (laughs) unbearable. I'll take the 80 with a gentle breeze and clouds. I'll take that. Okay. Anything over 90, regardless. No, it's too damn hot.
2: Yeah. The, I said the vitamin D thing, so now I have to tell the joke. Um, in vitamin my D on these nuts, not quite, <laughs> but every
1: so my boss, like my big boss, yeah, every time I would go outside because obviously I smoke and at work I can't smoke inside.
2: But.
0: Darn. I'll go
2: outside. Yeah,
1: I know, it's stupid. But I'll go outside to smoke, and one of my coworkers is like, You going to get that vitamin D? And I like turned around, not looking at what was around me. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I'm going to get that vitamin D. <laughs> and my female boss is standing right here. Oh. And she just looks at me and goes,
2: Never mind. And turns around. I was like, "Oh
1: no, I'm so screwed."
0: So, uh, time to show up in the suit and tie the next day. Yeah, pretty much.
1: but <laughs> no, I didn't. She thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Because now it's turned into a joke across my entire workplace.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anytime somebody's going outside to get like fresh air or anything, you'll just hear it from like down the hall.
0: Vitamin <laughs> D
1: it's great yeah so but no I, I try to go outside
0: yeah i've been i've been going outside a lot more than i have been uh in the past and it's i a hundred percent it's because of my new toy i'm just having so much more fun outside
2: oh your little unicycle thing
0: yes so i'm not Do you take
2: the dog with you?
0: no because i go in the street and i'm going like 25 miles per hour.
2: He can keep up.
1: No. But anyways. Is is it just because of the street? Or do you not think he's that fast? It's the street.
0: I was going to say, I guarantee you that dog could keep up with anything you got in that little motorbike thing. Yeah, I wouldn't say that because I can go 43 miles per hour. Dog can't Mm. go that quick. Mm. Not my dog. I've seen dogs okay. that I can go that quick, but not this dog.
1: I was going to say hey <laughs> wait.
0: Um but yeah, no. So I went to the beach this last weekend. It was my uh family's little beach trip every year that they have. Oh, I the yeah. yeah. I made a joke towards White Wolf. Oh. Uh but in the end I just I've been going outside Every day for at least 45 minutes to an hour, just cruising, going over little things. And my wife, she wasn't happy when I made that purchase. I didn't tell her. Oh, you bastard. yeah. I said, so one day I, she was asking where I was because after work, I usually just go straight home. And it was about an hour. And she's like, where are you at? Why are you in uh portland still i was like cuz i'm looking at the unicycle you're not thinking about buying it i'm like well i'm going to test drive it to see if i like it and then the ne- yeah. the next day i bought it and then a couple <laughs> hours later she saw the bank statement and, or like the the checking and she's like you did not just buy that I'm like Yes, I did.
1: Oh, man. I, I love my wife for her, like, don't give a fuck attitude some days. I just bought a new firearm. Nice. I was like, hey, I'm going to buy this. And she was like, do we have the money for
2: it? And I was like, yeah, we're good. And she was like, cool. Yeah. Good. She doesn't care what I do anymore.
0: That sounds amazing. Uh. But like obviously like I made the purchase. It was yeah. thirty two. Okay. And obviously I made sure we wouldn't be living paycheck for the next couple months. Not at right. Right. Um is it it's purely a recreational tool. Yeah. But when we were at the beach she made this comment like after I was done. And I'm I'm zooming around this campground just for like forty five minutes, just driving around. In my experience and in my uh the reason why I got it because I love driving a motorcycle, there's something different about riding a motorcycle and going on a drive versus a car and yeah. my yeah. I couldn't get a motorcycle, so I got in a unicycle that can go pretty damn fast, and I've been going yeah. on trails and everything and okay. it's she's she's not mad anymore because she's seen how much I smile afterwards. Because yeah. there, some it's just it hits different.
1: Good for you, dude. Um the that, that that's good. Yeah. Take care of your own mental health is wild.
0: It's it's something that obviously we've hammered away since I got back. Yeah. But you know, after if you think about it within this last year, I bought a car, I bought a house yep. and yep. i I bought this I bought an a c unit for my house
2: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah um and then I bought this unicycle right I've made a lot of big purchases, generally more than people do in the whole year or in oh, yeah. 5 years. I've done it in a year. Yeah. It's just crazy. And like we're still we're still good. And I'm not we're not scrounging for money. It's yeah, we got savings. Cuz that's and that's the whole point of saving. It's it's one you either invest it, which we have. We've done some adjustings, yeah. which is good and, you know, should be advantageous and you should do it. Generally, (laughs) but if, if you're past six months worth of your monthly expenses, what's the point of saving on the money? Spend the money to get experiences. Don't expend money to get items. Spend money to get experiences. I spent money. money on an item to give me an experience. Now I go out every day, and when I say every day, the only time that i went i haven't went out uh in the last week was yesterday that was the only no no i, I didn't go out for forty five minutes I went for twenty minutes every day within the last week I've went out and I've rode at least for twenty minutes generally, my average is about. 45 minutes to an hour. I ride. I have bruises on my shin because they're hurting, but I love it too damn much to not do it. I. You that now? Huh? You have to like tiptoe your way around or the lack thereof? No, I. You can't really see
1: it, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you can see it. you
2: yeah. was fucking red. These are bruises.
0: And I, yeah. I had a, a welt the size of in the diameter of an apple after riding for an hour and a half. I'm limping, going and sitting down after this ride. But I'm That's having... what I was saying. Gimping right now? You're gimping around all over the place? <laughs> More than usual? No. Oh, okay. But no, it's... I'm just... I'm. I wanna hammer this home like after we talked about Frith and everything, just keeping time and doing another side topic was go outside, spend money for an experience. I if I had to, like me and my wife, we're looking at doing a cruise next year. On top of that, we're we're looking at a cruise to go up to Alaska. While Also, going to Mexico the next year. Okay. So,
2: me and my wife talked about that a couple of times now.
0: What, a cruise or a like Mexico
2: Cruise. Not Mexico. No, 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 no.
0: I'm, I don't think I'm allowed in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> not right now. Not right now.
2: <laughs> Definitely not right now.
0: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
2: Maybe next year. No, I don't want to go to Mexico either Anyways, no oh, offense to Mexico. I They're
0: want to go to place. see the uh the temple. Mm.
1: I thought it was Puerto Rico. Mm.
0: Uh, it's in it's like two yeah. hours away Peru. from Cancun, which is where we'll be going. And I want to say it's in Mexico.
1: To where it was like Peru or Puerto Rico.
0: I don't think so. I don't know.
2: You talking about the one that White Wolf talks about? Uh, the... The one on the seaside? No. Oh, okay. Different thing. Yeah, that one's in Peru. Okay. We're on totally different topics right now. Uh, the... I think it's a Mayan temple oh oh you're talking about uh shit i don't know what you're about yeah it's mayan um oh my goodness
0: okay so i just googled mayan temple near cancun and yeah let's see if there's a name it's uh the, there's the, 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 a koba which is approximately 100 miles west of Cancun, uh, Tulum, which is not as close as the El Rey Ruins. Tulum is still relatively accessible from Cancun, and El Rey Ruins, located within the hotel zone of Cancun, the El Rey Ruins, are the closest Mayan ruins to the city. So, to do... Pretty sure I, uh, I told you, but I'm going to Mexico next year for noobs all the business.
2: Oh, oh, are we? Okay.
0: I told you about it.
2: Yeah. I didn't know that that was, we're going down there for business purposes.
0: I am. Oh, I'm doing it for a wedding. Oh, pretty sure. I told you about that, but. On top of that, nope. go down to uh, see the Mayan temple. So I'm spending money for the experience.
1: That's oh, cool. Yeah, do that shit. Yeah. I think mean, we talking about going on a Mediterranean cruise or just doing a train trip through Europe.
0: Ooh, that that's like, so much
1: fun. She's planned one like seven times. <laughs> like down to the dime of how much it would cost to go around. And like huh. restaurants to go to and shit like that. Like she has a plan.
0: I wanna go on to a uh, there's uh cruises that go from Norway, Sweden, all the all the way over to England and Germany. Yeah. I wanna do one of those.
2: Yep. We looked at those too. Um Yeah, those would be cool. But we're we past- do Oh yeah, we are Anyways, Mm -hmm. to sum everything up, Frith is a vital part of our communities and our culture. It is to keep peace, to keep happiness, to protect, to guard our own people, to protect your friends, your community members, and keep that joy there. Foster a healthy community in itself. Breath is important. It always has been. It always will be. Practice it whether you realize it or not. But the second you bring it
1: into conscious thought to fostering that it makes such an impact in your world, your communications, your ideas. It changes a lot. So keep it up.
2: Do your best to keep that going. Remember, if you See it. Say something. If your foes do ill to you, speak about it and give your
1: enemies rest. Like, by all means, speak up. Don't keep that inside. Don't keep it to yourself. Say something, do something, change it. Figure it out or don't, whatever that means, but try and keep with your community, your family, yourself, your friends. Do your best you can.
2: Go outside, as Rain Raven said. Yeah. Go outside. Get that vitamin D.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, get the vitamin D. Enjoy it. If you're going to spend money, spend it on experiences, whether that's just for you or for you, your family, your kids, your wife, your spouse, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Do it for those reasons. But enjoy your life. Do, do, do what you can to enjoy life. And really? don't let anything stop.
0: We're only here on Midgard for a certain amount of time. We don't know how much time it could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be 10 years from now. I don't know when the Norns have weaved my fate to end my time at Midgard. So I'm going to enjoy it while I can. And on that note, thank you for listening to the new Upsal Podcast. We appreciate you coming each and every week. Remember, we have the 15th episode coming up next week. And we haven't had any questions more than likely by the time we record, we won't have any questions, but give us some questions for episode 20, which is only going to be five weeks away. Oh, but anyways, thank you for listening. And if you want to keep on supporting us, we're getting close to becoming 501 Charlie being a nonprofit organization. And your support would be eventually a tax write-off. So, we appreciate you and everything you do. Thank you for keeping New Upsala going, and see you in the next one.
2: See you around, guys. Have a good weekend. Have a
1: good day.